right, welcome back to Live from M5. I'm your host, Morgan, and today I'm here with some of Rockland High's very own athletic staff. Introduce yourselves. Go ahead. Uh, my name is Matt Ekman. I've been coaching track and field and football here for about 24 years. And I am April Kenitzer, and I've been coaching swim and water polo, not so much swim now, for eight years at Rockland. And I'm Ryan Spears. I have coached football, uh, basketball, track, golf, and I think that's it. Oh, and boys volleyball, and I'm currently the athletic director for the last six years. Yeah, so we've got a really diverse viewpoint here. We've got a good squad. So um, I'd like to hear a lot about how your normal seasons would go and then the comparison from this season. So obviously, like, you just started track, right? Yeah. So you yeah. had your first practice yesterday? We did. Our first practice was Wednesday. And, uh, and yeah, from the get-go, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely just a different protocol trying to get the kids to space out and wear masks and do those basic things so that hopefully we can have a season. Yeah, so how, how are your restrictions specifically? Is just masks at all times and try to distance when you can? And That's it. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's interesting because track is, is always kind of a, a crazy, weird thing. You know, there's so many different events going on, all 16 different events practicing kind of at the same time with boys and girls from freshmen to seniors. So there's no, you know, here's your little team or section of people. It's, it's kind of like herding cats all the time. Uh, so, so getting, getting everybody to, you know, move together in groups from location to location is going to take a little bit of time. Uh, coach Kent and uh, Coach Morrison and, we're, and Coach Bear, my assistant coaches, were all over that yesterday. So, Matt, did you want to talk about, like, the difference, like the distance events that we're kind of doing something different right yeah, now? Yeah, and, and that's kind of a, a unique thing. We have cross-country going on right now as well, and normally those cross-country kids would be a part of our distance program. But what we're doing is we're allowing them – to have a season, they have a cross country season, and we're going to have some preseason meets without, without them included. And then we won't start our actual league season until after spring break when they are done with cross country, and then they'll be able to come onto our team and uh, and get a chance to have two seasons this year. Probably the only sport that will, right? Uh, it'll be interesting because kids kind of have to choose, so uh, it's yeah. a little bit less stressful for the uh, distance kids for sure than other right. sports. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, so obviously the seasons are shorter and overlap in different ways. So can you tell us a little bit about that, how the seasons compare to normal years? Yeah, so normally, of course, we have a, a fall, a winter, and a uh, spring season. And each sport is, again, kind of run by the CIF. And the CIF has specific uh, uh, calendar dates when the season starts and ends. So this year, and actually two weeks ago from today, uh, the CIF basically had said, well, to just kind of move it back a little bit, they had started the uh, school year with two seasons of sports. They had created uh, kind of a calendar for two seasons of sports. And, and since things have been getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back, um, two weeks ago they basically said, okay, hey, leagues, you guys create your own season now. Uh, there's going to be no section playoffs, nothing like that. And so uh, we've been in a lot of meetings with our league, the Sierra Foothill League, and um, and so we kind of created a, a schedule that says it's based on the color tiers. We have to follow that. And as soon as all the purple tier sports can go, they can go. And so we didn't want to hold kids back if they're able to participate right now. And we had to get creative, like, with the cross country and the track. Like, what do we do with those two sports? And so we talked to the track coach and said, is it okay if we have no distance, uh, no distance events for the first seven weeks? And they were totally fine with that. And so uh, as soon as a, a, a sport can start with a tier, like as soon as red starts, then girls lacrosse and um, uh, girls lacrosse and what's baseball? Oh, and baseball. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's been kind of crazy. Softball? Yeah. yeah. And softball start, uh, then they go. Um, the only issue is with the health guidelines that uh, kids can only play basically one sport at a time. They can't kind of mix. And so they got to kind of deal with that as well. So we'll, we'll figure it out as we go. 
Right. Obviously, that's really different. Yep. So, and your your team is one of the seasons that hasn't been able to start yet. So, how has have you guys been able to practice at all before, or will what does that look like for you guys? Um, we've done a little bit of practicing, and we kind of held off when we started in school in September. We wanted to see how things were going, and so we actually didn't start. Um, coming together and start practicing until October. And then once Thanksgiving hit, we, you know, had some cases start coming in on our team. And so we just decided, hey, let's take a break until um, Christmas. And then after Christmas, we waited two weeks until we came back just to kind of let that surge you know, go. And then we were in practice for a couple of weeks and now swim, like we got the green light for swim. And so all the kids started their swim season on Monday. And so we kind of have water polo that's taken a little bit of a, you know, a back burner and that's totally fine. There is talk of, you know, having a practice here or there. Um, and basically we can do it with the kids who are swimming together. We can still have a practice, a water polo practice with them. But if they're playing other sports, like if they're baseball people or, you know, track and field, they can't come to, uh, you know, our practice just because we can't be mixing. But, you know, our hope is to, you know, definitely get a, a, a practice or two until our season starts. Oh, that'll be exciting. Hopefully you can fit something in like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so how how is your normal season like typically spaced out you have your league and do you guys do tournaments too I know that some of the boys do tournament the yeah boys water polo yeah we all do tournaments at all levels uh, freshman JV and varsity uh, varsity usually goes to about three to four different tournaments a year or in a season and you know our season runs a few months and you know we play our league games we play out of league games and you know sections and all of that so we usually travel a, a lot um and you know definitely can't do that and just with all of the guidelines and the pool availability practices are definitely going to be a little bit different because normally we over we have to overlap our um practices with the various levels and you know half of us are in the shallow end and half of us are in the deep end but we can't actually mix anymore mm -hmm. and so it's definitely going to put you know some constraint on just practices and how much we can do yeah one thing i would add with that is as like on, on my end is it's interesting because like you have sports like track cross country wrestling that deal and like their main thing is the big invitationals the tournaments on saturday those types of things where it's not necessarily like just games for the week and so we've kind of had to switch that model a little bit to more of a a dual meet to where, you know, track and water polo, they're not going to be playing in tournaments on Saturday. Uh, it's more of like a, just a, a traditional, like dual, like a basketball schedule almost, you know? And so it's been kind of uh, interesting trying to kind of adjust that a little bit too. Yeah, uh, That was going to be my next question about, obviously there's no sections and stuff like that, but how for maybe league play or game play and matches, how, or, or meets, what does that look like? Is it just with local, more local teams? Yeah, so basically how this is going to work is, so our league has put together a league schedule based on when a, when a, a sport can kind of start, right? And so we've done like round, round rounds. So for example, like track, they're going to be just in dual meets. Uh, Matt, I can't remember, is it yeah. one? Each each SFL school, we're going to have one, one meet, and we're going to start the week after spring break. Yeah, so, so they're going to so, row. Yeah, they'll do five in a row or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so then... Um, what we've also tried to do is get our schedule out to surrounding uh, areas. So uh, teams can still play uh, preseason games with other schools. Uh, the kind of the rule is um, you can play schools in a surrounding county that's touching your county. So, for example, we can play El Dorado County. 
uh, Sacramento County, uh, Yuba County, uh, and Nevada County. We can't play Yolo County. So uh, it was kind of interesting because we try to kind of almost match our schedule up with the other Division One leagues uh, in our area, and that's the Delta League. But Delta League has Davis, and they're two counties away. So they have one school that we can't play in their league in case we wanted to, like, maybe create, like, a little – Delta League's SFL championship at the end of the end of each th- season. So that's still open as well as we're kind of uh, kind of working on our schedules. Yeah, obviously there's a lot of give and guidelines are going to change and mm-hmm. COVID numbers are going to change yes, and all uh, that. Flexibility is, is the, uh, the main word of <laughs> the whole of year. and everything. The, whole year. the entire life, right? year. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. You have yeah. to adapt. <laughs> um, so how many other teams do you think will be able to play by the end of the year? Obviously – that's going to be dependent on COVID numbers, but like in a really hopeful guess, what would you say? For me in a hopeful guess, and I don't want to, it's hard for me to say in a public space, <laughs> but I mean, if, as a hopeful <laughs> guess, hopeful guess is we're going to get everything in. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, um, I think we have a great chance of getting red tiered sports going. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult for our orange sports and football is another anomaly in itself because they're the only sport that has a, a, a date that they can't play past, and they can't play past April 17th uh, based on, like, health guidelines for they have to have a certain amount of time in between seasons to rest their bodies and their heads and stuff. Uh, and so uh, orange is going to be difficult, and yellow is going to be very difficult, I think, right. uh, for this year. So Who's in yellow again? Uh, yellow is, is indoor, wrestle- right? yeah, it's a stunt, wrestling, um, and basketball. All yeah. the indoor contact. Yes, and that's ah, yes. yes. Any indoor contact. That's mm-hmm. how they kind of. It's outdoor, low contact, outdoor, high contact, indoor, high contact, low. Con- that's how they kind of divided everything up. So, right, and maybe we can hear some more about the football stuff from you. Have you guys been able to do any practices yeah. or preseason <laughs> stuff for the freshman team? Uh, since June, yeah. I mean, literally, the kids that are out there that are still weight training uh, have been doing it for ten months, and and we've taken, you know breaks here and there but I mean it was you know it'd be a week at a time or you know vacation through Thanksgiving or Christmas but uh, those guys have put in a massive amount of time and I just and like coach Spears was talking about I I was kind of in an awkward situation because even though right now I'm the freshman head coach I can't do football training like I've been doing and coach track and field at the same time so I had to leave that and start track and field full-time and uh, and and not do the football training right now. Yeah, and so the key thing is we've been using the terms training when you're not in season. So training has a little bit different uh, connotation than when, like, now a sport is in season, now they're practicing. And so it's kind of a term that we've been kind of yeah. using in terms of training is weightlifting, conditioning, those types of things. And then practice is when you're actually kind of doing your skills within the sport and whatnot. Yeah, that's definitely – obviously the the – split of having different groups participating in different things is a really big safety thing. And I think that's a really good guideline to have. I want to hear your opinions on the guidelines that you are following and the ones maybe are there specific guidelines you think you shouldn't have or maybe more that you should have or for for each sport maybe. How did your off season go, April? I'm curious because I know what I did for football, but what it I mean, what were you guys um, were you in pods at one point in time we too? Were, we definitely started off in pods and um, then it kind of progressed into, okay, we can now pass with each other and share a ball. Right. But then it, you know, we went back where, no, you can't share a ball. And um, it definitely puts a huge damper on our training because even sharing a ball, that's a very little part of the actual game. 
And because it is, you know, definitely a, a high contact sport. And so even practicing just, you know, simulations of and scrimmages, like all the fun stuff that we love to do, you can't do. Right. Um, and so it's just a lot of conditioning and, um, you know, that does start to wear on kids um, after a while. And, you know, I, I think the guidelines, I mean, they definitely have been more difficult. Um, but at the same time, I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable like having us really in really head to head contact and, and scrimmaging and whatnot, just because you literally are breathing in each other's face. And, you know, that makes me nervous. Um, and I know kids are a little bit different and whatnot, but I, I, the guidelines are not awesome, but I think they're definitely there for a reason, and I back them up. The other thing with that is that uh, when we were just talking about high school sports too, because then there's the the idea of club sports as well. So yeah. um, you got to deal with, and again, cohorting and whatnot. It's like how do we police kids that are uh, on the track team, but are also on club soccer, and so there's different rules and things like that. So that's been kind of a, a stressful thing for parents and. Uh, uh, and athletes for sure of, of man, am I, am I able to do club and high school at the same time? Um, and so there's been a lot of, you know, a lot of stressful points and a lot of emails and Hey, what's, you know, what's this rule and what's that rule? So, uh, it's, it's been a, a lot of navigation basically with what it's been. So yeah, the CIF rule book is already, you know, six inches <laughs> thick. And then you add all the, all the different layers of this. And I don't know if you know the background, but we had to originally start out in pods, which were groups of like 12 or less. And then we recently just changed to the concept yep. of a cohort, which is essentially a team that interacts with each other. Um, but even within that, we still have to maintain the social distancing spacing. And, and, and then, yeah, we've gone back and forth with, you know, not using a ball or not using a ball between different pods or whether one person can use a ball, but then they have their own individual. And to that extent, I mean, it's, it's gotten down to really specific stuff. Again, yeah, it goes back to flexibility. Like it's going to change. So you never know. And I, yeah. it's funny because I have a, a, uh, a saying on my board in my office says, you know, the main question I was getting in the first semester was, hey, when are sports starting? <laughs> so I just basically wrote up, I'll, you know, I don't know when sports are starting yeah. and I'll just let you know. So it's kind of, that's what it is. It's kind of, it's been rough because you can't answer questions what people have because you're still working in a gray area all the time. So, so with talking about the different restrictions of sharing balls and passing and stuff like that, does that affect relays with the, well, right now, uh, it, <clears throat> right now we we can pass a baton between that crew, but if it was going to go to a different crew, we'd have to clean it. But mm -hmm. luckily, we don't do that. You know, we, yeah. we have we have enough batons and and few enough relay teams that if we were practicing that, um, the other thing that's going to come into play, I mean, pole vault poles. You know what I mean? We're going to have to clean those in between. Shop puts the discs. We're going to have to clean that in between. Um, it, it it goes all the way to where like we were talking about with track and, and uh -huh. you're reading the guideline. It's like uh, you should have a tarp on the on the high jump mats and pole vault mats that you need to switch every clean and then switch after everything, <laughs> which is, you know, not, not really lot. feasible. Yeah. yeah we don't have a lot. giant roll of saran wrap we can put out there. And, but, <clears throat> but those things will be cleaned at the end of the day and sprayed with disinfectant, I should say disinfected at the end of the day. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're running out of time a little bit. Yeah. That was the bell to get us out of here. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> you guys are saved almost, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really appreciate you guys coming in and, sharing your opinions and your thoughts on it. Um, I think th those are really all the questions I had. I think that sounds pretty good. Uh, well, I you appreciate you letting us come in and talk yeah, about it anytime. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely glad to hear all your perspectives. And it's good we have 
multiple different teams and different perspectives to work from. So I appreciate it. And that has been today's episode of Live from N5. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.